Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. Well, it is stunning, everybody. President Trump with a 37 criminal count indictment, and it has just been unsealed. What do you think about it? Uh, I was with you live, as you know, when the news was breaking fast and furious last night that the details had come out of it. And that was first when we got the word that he was being indicted. It has been a stunning 24 hours because, of course, When the word came down, we were hearing, of course, inklings that an indictment could happen. We were hearing also that he was the target of the investigation. He even said that himself. And yet, when the word came down that the actual indictment had happened, it was really amazing. And it came from President Trump himself. He put it out on Truth Social. And now, just a few hours ago, we have been able to actually see the 40-page-plus indictment in full detail and i want to hear your thoughts if you think there is any substance to this indictment if you think that these allegations are serious if you think that they have i guess reality in them or do you think this is all a bunch of political hogwash and double standards i'll tell you right now to me there's so many double standards here it is glaring And to me, this looks like somebody who is just trying to take out his top political opponent for the White House in 2024. And that makes it a very sad last 24 hours in American history. And I think we are going now on a path, sadly, of no return. And I mean that in the sense that first we had the Bragg indictment, the Alvin Bragg New York State indictment. And that, of course, was tied to the Stormy Daniels and the business entries. That's something that probably nobody ever would have been indicted on. That was a state charge. Now we have the full force of the federal government coming after President Trump on an issue tied to classified documents that basically is a civil matter, that they turned it into now criminal charges, that they are basically trying to do whatever they can to take out President Biden's top political opponent. I just don't think there's any other way around it. What are your thoughts, everybody? The allegations are serious. When you look at it, there's some serious stuff in there. My first reaction, oh, that's interesting. And then when I started looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute. This is nothing compared to what happened with Hillary Clinton. This is nothing compared to basically other things with Biden. Joe Biden has had documents strewn all over the East Coast. Where is Joe Biden in this matter? He hasn't done anything. He hasn't said anything. 
And also, what about all his documents? You think that his documents that were in the garage next to the Corvette, his beloved Corvette, that Hunter Biden was fixing the engine on? Do you think that that's a safe place? Oh, yeah, I'm sure those were well protected. I'm sure Hunter Biden didn't peek at it one iota. And now it comes exactly on the exact same day that the Biden administration, boy, are they under fire. And they should be under a lot more criminal fire. Because if you look at the document that Nancy Mace, and we're going to play some of the interview I did with Nancy Mace later on in the show, it was absolutely stunning. John Katsimatidis and I talked to Nancy Mace, the congresswoman, earlier And she actually had a chance to look at the documents that Joe Biden basically weave a basically a huge net of bribery. She didn't even mince words. She was like, yeah, this shows five million dollars basically to the big guy. There's another five million dollars. This is all allegations, but there's serious allegations going to Hunter. And she doesn't know what happened with the investigation right now. It just looks like nothing. And it was a credible, legitimate informant who brought that information. And yet somehow today, here we are, fast-tracking President Trump when these allegations about Hunter Biden have been out there for years. This, to me, just reeks of disgusting politics. And that's why I say to you tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, I say that we are really on a dangerous, horrible path for American justice. We're going to be more divided than ever before. We have now turned the corner on the ultimate weaponization by joe biden of his opponent of his political opponent his top political opponent for the white house in 2024 there's no doubt about it that president trump is an enormous threat to joe biden and he wants to do whatever he can to take him out politically and that is shameful 1-800-848-9222 is a number to call 1-800-848-9222 Here is Professor Alan Dershowitz earlier today after he just got a look at the indictment. He we literally had him on right after it came out. That it's mostly repetitive, mostly predictable, mostly uh, uninteresting, mostly pretty easily defeatable with really two or three dramatic exceptions. The dramatic exception, the most dramatic exception is the tape recording, which Donald Trump foolishly allowed to be taken. He knew he was being taped, in which he allegedly showed an unauthorized person, a writer, some secret material about Iran and said, you know, I could have classified declassified this when I was uh, president, but I didn't. So it's still secret. Uh, so it may not be a smoking gun, but it's a gun. And uh, it's what the, the uh, prosecutor emphasized in the beginning of the uh, indictment. He basically leads off with that. And I think the president will try to defend on the ground that, hey, it was just bluster. I didn't really show him anything to read. And thou, however, he talked about those tape recordings you just heard there from Dershowitz. What's really interesting is he further went on about another tape recording that existed. That one was about Iran. There was another one basically uh, that we don't know what it is. It says country B, but many people are assuming, um, and actually there's backup as to what it is, is basically China. Take a listen, because earlier I spoke with Rudy Giuliani. John Katzmatidis and I were talking with Rudy Giuliani, and he brought up the double standards, and he also said, guess what? I know about that recording and that conversation 
It was basically revealing documents to somebody. And in that particular case, at least of the documents part, it was something that was already out there in the public. So how was it was written about in the Washington Post? Take a listen. And Jack Smith said that we live uh, we live in an America where everyone is treated equally before the law. What what, does he live in on Mars? I mean, there's not anybody that believes that when they watch Hunter Biden walking around. If you use his standard, we use the same standard for everyone. This indictment gets dismissed. Hillary Clinton didn't get indicted, and she destroyed 33,000 emails. He didn't destroy anything. This is basically shuffling chairs around. The documents were put here. The documents were put there. The documents were put here. The classified uh, 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 document dealing with the general, by the way, is completely public. You know it. That's the Mealy uh, situation, where Mealy basically said if Trump was going to attack China, he would he would tell China. Uh, oh, that's, that's interesting, that. Rudy. That's the first I've heard of this. You're talking about that second tape, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. interesting. It's, it's one of one of one of two. That is really powerful, basically saying that one of the things is something that's already out there. Remember where Millie already basically came out, already was reported in the Washington Post, that Millie was basically going to tell China if Trump was planning to attack um, and that there was some discussion about it. And that was in the document. It was already in the Washington Post. So how can Jack Smith say that Trump was violating classified documents by sharing a document about it when, according to Rudy Giuliani, Rudy's saying that was a document, that's exactly what Millie and the Washington Post were talking about. So how is that a classified document? Boy, does this seem phony. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Mike on line eight. Mike, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ has not abandoned uh, President Trump to his enemies as of yet, and he's not about to. Uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ will carry uh, Trump in the United States through all of this, all of these lies and baloney and all and all the traps that evil people do. This is about Satan and and God and 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 God created Satan. Where do you think this is going, Mike? Where do you think? Do you think he's going to be able to win this? Oh, of course. God's not going to abandon uh, President Trump or the United States of America. Well, let's pray that you are right, Mike, because, boy, uh, this, I think, is a really sad and dark day uh, for America, not just for uh, the former president, but I think for American justice. Uh, Thank you very, very much, Mike. We appreciate it. Um, let's go to Joe, line three in Jericho. Joe, your thoughts. Hello, Rita, my love. Rapid fire as usual. As usual, you respond brilliantly. This is completely out of control. It's disgraceful. On top of it, most Americans won't, do not know that Hunter Biden, at age 40, was uh, went into the military. His father pressured him to make his, himself look more presidential. He sold drugs. He should be doing life in Leavenworth. Kansas federal prison for treason. What he did, he compromised that Navy ship. It could have made 9-11 look like a picnic. Hillary got four of our embassy people raped, murdered, 
stones in Libya. She erased 33,000 emails. She hit it with a hammer, the phone. This is a ridiculous, these evil people. I mean, Trump is not an altar boy, acolyte altar boy, he's a choir boy, but he didn't do anything like this. He made mistakes, but he helped the veterans. Well, and Joe, and Joe, you know, you're talking about, you know, uh, Trump not being an altar boy. Uh, I don't think Joe Biden's an altar boy either. My goodness. I mean, that that to me, this whole double standard thing, Joe, is what really bothers me um, that, you know, we're seeing such a different standard for President Trump. And look at Joe Biden had documents literally strewn all over the place at the Penn Biden Center, University of Delaware, uh, Wilmington House, his Delaware, you know, his uh, other home, too, as well. Rehoboth Beach. Uh, and by the way, of course, in the garage where the Corvette was that Hunter Biden was doing the engine. I mean, Joe, do you think honestly uh, that that that's a safe location? And I have heard zero from that supposed uh, special counsel that's looking into Joe Biden's documents and everything. Oh, Joe Biden's been cooperative. That's not correct. What we heard was just what we've been told. We don't know that Joe Biden, by the way. It doesn't look like the DOJ has been cooperative with the American public because Joe Biden, we got word that the documents were discovered on his end right before the midterms. And guess what happens? We don't find out about it until January. I mean, there's there is something that really stinks here. And his documents are all over the place. And yet they're supposed to be safe and secure right next to literally the Corvette in the garage. I mean, I can't think of a worse place. Hunter Biden's hanging out of the house fixing the engine. I mean, this is almost like like uh, like they must think we are like stupid, Joe. I mean, what is your reaction when you hear this? Don't it doesn't it just reek of politics, Joe? Absolutely. Political prostitutes, political prostitutes, whores. And what I was saying was Trump did a lot to help. I hope that he wakes up to reality. And stops making the meatball remark. We as Americans uh, put Trump over the top as we put Reagan over the top, 80 and 84, and JFK 60, as did Polish Americans. Put Trump over the top. He's smart to take uh, him, um, the sentence as his running mate. Balance the ticket. The uh, 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 sentence helps American veterans. He has a good and, marriage. And, by, and by the way, Joe, answer. by the way, Joe, he very well may. You know, you just you never know where it's going to go. He might end up right now. They're obviously political rivals, but he might end up uh, with DeSantis at the end of the day. I've seen stranger bedfellows. You know, sometimes people are enemies. And then the minute, you know, the primary's over, uh, who knows where it goes. And and you're right about the uh, support. The Polish Americans hugely supported and veterans, just as you said, for Trump. Um, and it's going to be boy, is it going to be interesting to see where this goes and uh and, of course, whoever gets elected next time has to give in our American veterans bigger priority than migrants. Uh, you and I have talked about that. It is outrageous what's happening in New York City and the fact we've got homeless veterans on so many corners of New York City and many cities across this country. And yet it seems like uh, there's let's make more room for the migrants. There just seems to be a bit of a double standard here. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll continue with more of your great calls, everybody, after the break on this historic night. The indictment has now been unsealed. 37 federal criminal counts. But is it all bumpkiss? It's the Rita Cosby Show. 
Perfect song on a Friday night, the point of no return, because I actually think that is what has happened after this indictment of President Trump. They have weaponized the justice system in this country. And listen to Professor Alan Dershowitz on the issue of the indictment. The whole idea of starting an investigation and going after him for possession of classified material applied a double standard. They haven't done that to other presidents. And here they've just looked into every aspect of his life. And now, of course, this tit for tat because the Democrats are in trouble because Republicans are now looking into every aspect of Hunter Biden's life, his relationship with his father. We're turning into a country where each side is trying to get the other side criminally indicted. They're weaponizing the criminal justice system. And it, it just weakens the country in every possible way. I 1,000% agree. Do you? 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Mike in Myrtle Beach. Mike, your thoughts about this? Well, Rita, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. You can't make this up. So bizarre, you know. And um, legal documents uh, uh, with Donald Trump and this and that. I think it's a smoke and mirrors, and like you said, it's a political hogwash, and they've had this stuff on Joe Biden and his crackhead son, Hunter, for a year, and he's in denial. Why, why are they sitting on their hands? You know, and, and uh, uh, it, it is unreal, you know, what's going a- actually, on. Actually, Mike, Cuba. they've had they've had information on Joe Biden and the son for years, plural, more than a year, much longer than he, and Hunter Biden... They've had issues with him for years. There, there's been these allegations. In fact, this particular document, I believe it's either 2020 or 2021. I mean, this is ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. You know, when they were in Ireland, Hunter was shaking hands and smiling, you know, like he's running for office. And he, he's right near daddy. And, you know, when, when they have these satellite, uh, uh, you know, uh, stations, uh, 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 you know, secured with the money they shook down, a minimum of $10 million, you know, Joe Biden and the deals he made with Ukraine, oh, we're giving you billions. Where's my dead president? I want to see my dead president, my paper money. He's uh, um, When I met Bernard McGurk at Long Beach Boardwalk, Rita, real quick, uh, rest in soul, you know, we had many chats, and he referred to Joe Biden as sleazy. He's been that way, and all the Democratic donkeys from, you know, uh, from top to bottom are this way. And I hope, you know, just a matter of time, Joe Biden will get indicted with Hunter, and maybe he can walk on Marine One for the last time with an ice cream cone on a hot day with patriotic red, white, and blue sprinkles and have it melt right down his arm. Do you see that actually happening? Do you even see an impeachment? Do you see something, Mike, or not? I hope so. But, but you know, you know, on the flip side of that coin, you know, who's going to step into to the shoes of the president, the vice president? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, pray. Yeah, if you thought if you thought the White House was a mess now, imagine that one. On the other hand, Mike, I mean, I'm a big believer following the truth, follow the substance wherever it leads. And if it leads to, I don't think you know that you should say, oh well, for political reasons we shouldn't do this or that. Um, I think politics shouldn't be out of it when you're going after somebody, especially on charges and so forth. Which is why it is so insane what is happening now against president trump especially now that we've seen the indictment we've seen the actual allegations and it's like uh this is it this is basically a clerical this is what is typically a civil action where every president who has left the white house has had paperwork
And then yet to you, as you bring up aptly, Mike, uh, you got Biden with now this new document saying five million for him, five million for his son. And yet nothing going on. Uh, Boy, I think we need to follow that one big time. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, honoring our great law enforcement and their families. A powerful story coming from where Mike, who just called us Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I always get jealous because I love Myrtle Beach. Uh, and this is a beautiful story coming from that area where a police officer in South Carolina saved a woman who was driving a Jeep with a shooting suspect inside. Myrtle Beach police said back on May 28th, Officer Wallace was patrolling Highway 17 in North North Myrtle Beach when she saw a white Jeep blow through a red light. When the officer pulled the Jeep over, she found a driver and a passenger inside. She noticed the driver of the Jeep appeared to be distressed. And when the passenger wasn't looking at her, the driver mouthed, help me, at the officer repeatedly. Officer Wallace then took the passenger out of the Jeep and put him into the back of her patrol car. And when she got back to the Jeep, she spoke to the driver who told her the passenger had just shot someone. Police said moments later, dispatchers said over the radio that they were looking for a car involved in a shooting in the county. And police said, quote, due to Officer Wallace proactively patrolling the streets of North Myrtle Beach, even to the last 30 minutes of her shift, A suspect in a shooting was arrested and unlawfully he was carrying a pistol that was recovered underneath the suspect's seat. And the department put out also a big shout out to the officer saying our department and our community is lucky to have Officer Wallace. Great job. And thank God she understood when the driver was whispering to her, mouthing to her, help me. Uh, really courageous of the driver and great work on the officer's part. What a powerful story. And what a great example of the tremendous training and work of our law enforcement. Well, we are talking about the Trump indictment. It has been unsealed just a few hours ago. What are your thoughts? This is historic. We have never had a former president of the United States, somebody who is now the leading candidate on the GOP side, indicted federally. And Jack Smith, the special counsel, defended the indictment, said it came from a grand jury in Florida. And he said he's planning to expedite the case. What a surprise. He's planning to expedite it. He says, oh, we should do a speedy trial because it's in the public's interest. Uh, Jack Smith, it's in your interest because he knows that the closer it gets to the election, and it's already, I think, way too close. He's already in the race. Trump's already in the race. The debates are supposed to start the uh, GOP First one, August 23rd. I mean, it can't really get much closer. It's June. You know, I mean, this is, you know, you already got 12 people on the GOP stage. He's the leading candidate, leaps and bounds. And now, surprise, surprise, he happens to get indicted on something that no other president who's had tons of documents like this. And also Hillary Clinton, who is also a competitor. Think about all the things that happened with her. Never went after her. This is so bogus. Here is Trump saying, you know what? He is innocent. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. 
And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And it doesn't look like Joe Biden always puts America first, according to some new reports. And that is because this comes on the very same day yesterday when the indictment was announced that he actually had been indicted. When that came out only hours before. What a surprise. And I'm being facetious because I don't think there's any coincidence here that that's the same day that Christopher Ray decides to hand over the document to Congress and they get to see it at the House Oversight Committee. It's that FBI document that shows some very serious allegations of bribery connecting President Biden and also his son, Hunter Biden. And the document is apparently a bombshell. It is coming from a credible, reliable source that they have used over about 10 years, the FBI, paid that individual over six figures, so they certainly trusted that individual. And finally, Christopher Ray, they were fighting tooth and nail not to hand it over, and then last minute, he decides to hand it over when they find out that Comer is basically going to hold him in contempt, James Comer, on the House Oversight Committee. He realized, oh, God, I don't want to go down as being the first guy uh, first FBI director held in contempt in American history. So I guess I better hand it over. So he hands it over. And wow, surprise, surprise. That's the same day as the Trump indictment. Something just smells so bad with all of this. Meantime, those who saw the document that I'm talking about, this FBI, it's an FD 1023 coming from a credible informant. Those who have seen it, include some of the key members there on the House Oversight Committee. And this is what Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida had to say about what he saw that he says is damning against the current president at the White House. This document also that, according to the confidential human source, that money was being moved through several accounts, multiple accounts, to get to Joe Biden. I'm going to say it again. Money was moved on purpose through multiple accounts to get to Joe Biden. And he's not the only one. Earlier today, John Katsimatidis and I talked to Congresswoman Nancy Mace, also of the great state of South Carolina. And she revealed some of the details in that document. And boy, it is damning to Current President Biden. Take a listen. And remember, no charges yet for anybody in the Biden family. Zero, zero, zero. And yet Trump, somehow it's on the fast track. Guns blazing to Mar-a-Lago like the OK Corral. But listen to what's in the document that Nancy Mace and others saw. Take a listen. Well, the House Oversight Committee members that were able to get access to the document yesterday, what we saw was was a lot of detail a credible witness, credible whistleblower, you know, outlining a bribery scheme. And every single Republican that walked out of there 
talk to the press, but not a single Democrat. It really says a lot about how damning the evidence is. And when you look at that document and the accusations that are found therein, you know, $10 million, for example, split 50-50 between Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden. And you go and you look at other corroborating evidence, the laptop with the emails that Hunter Biden was complaining he had to split half of all of his earnings with his dad. Well, you know, this document existed long before we knew about the laptop. And where there's smoke, there's fire. And uh, I'm encouraging the Oversight Committee to continue its investigation. We need to follow the money. We need to subpoena more bank records. I want to go back to Treasury and re-review the suspicious activity reports and get to the bottom of this once and for all. You know, by the way, we just had Rudy Giuliani on earlier in the show, um, and he brought up Mm -hmm. to us Congresswoman Nancy Mace that apparently I think there's a Ukrainian accountant and some individuals who would be very helpful to you guys. Have you talked to this person tied to Burisma? I have not. I have not personally. I'm not sure who the chairman, Congressman James Comer from Kentucky, who he's spoken to yet. What we do know is that there was a complex layering of shell companies. And even in the document, the 1023 document the FBI provided us yesterday, the informants and the witnesses were bragging about it, that it would take, the fact that it would take the U.S. government 10 years to figure out the money laundering scheme says a lot. They created a complex web of shell companies to hide the source of the money and the final recipients of the money. And it's going to take a little bit of time, maybe even a long time, but I sure would like to talk to anyone, our committee would, who has information about this bribery scheme. Wow, this is explosive. Judge Weinberg. I'll tell you what I'm very concerned about, Mm -hmm. which is you're coming up on another election next year for Congress. And if the House of Representatives falls into the hands of the Democrats or the Republicans don't control the Senate, all of this information will be buried in congressional committees and nobody's going to know the real truth. What say you? Well, like like it's been for the last several years, buried where no one has been investigating it. Um, it's very important. And I don't, I don't care if you have an R or a D by your name. I have, I have held members of my own party, Republicans, in contempt of Congress, okay? But when you see corruption, when you see racketeering, money laundering, bribery, regardless of who's in power, regardless of if you have an R or a D by your name, it ought to be investigated to the fullest extent of the law because the American people – are losing great trust. They have so much distrust in our institutions and in Congress. We need to show them that nobody is above the law here. Nobody is above the law, and certainly nobody is below the law. And when we see what we are hearing here, think about the allegations. Think about everything tied to President Trump. And now, listen to what you just heard. Remember, What we were just talking about with Nancy Mace. I mean, that is a stunning, stunning allegation. She's the congresswoman from South Carolina, her and Byron Donalds, both on that same committee, the House Oversight Committee. And both of them saying that it showed information of five million to Biden, five million to his son, Hunter, tied to Burisma. Also, she said it's the Burisma executive. It's basically the CEO of the company who was basically saying, here's the deal. Uh, and that he had shared it with somebody who then went to the FBI and said, guess what? You're never going to believe it. Now, also in the document, surprise, surprise, they basically say that Joe Biden went through so many of these different kind of shell companies, the Biden family, that it'll be so impossible to ever find the money because they went through this very circuitous, wild route of all these different shell companies. 
And what a surprise. As we are learning, James Comer came out, remember, it was about a week or two ago where he said, hey, uh, what we're discovering just in general, not even related to this allegation, but with other countries and other rogue individuals that the Bidens were clearly doing business with, was that it was going through these security shell companies. So if they can figure out maybe the route on one, maybe they can figure out the route on this one. But isn't that interesting? There's clearly a pattern here. This is not like some willy-nilly thing. This just fits the bill. And now we have credible members of Congress who have seen this information. And by the way, just to add to this, one of the things that I found most stunning this week, Bill Barr, who is the former attorney general under Trump, who doesn't like Trump. Remember, they had a big falling out, and he's been quite critical of Trump on a lot of issues. But he came out when he heard the Democrats from the committee, like Jamie Raskin, by the way. Remember the other day he came out and said, oh, there really wasn't anything in the document um, that uh, it had been looked into, nothing to see there. And uh, the Republicans were like, what? I remember watching the press conference, like James Comer came out and said this is a bombshell, that it was never investigated. And it was like, who's telling the truth? Well, Bill Barr came out yesterday and said, hey, here is the truth. The truth is that this was never investigated. And in fact, we looked at it and we found that it was not disinformation. In other words, that it was quite credible. And then we forwarded it to the U.S. attorney in Delaware, which is the person who's investigating Hunter. So what happened to it? We don't know. But the bottom line is Bill Barr basically said the Democrat, Jamie Raskin, is a liar. And I believe Bill Barr because he's not a fan of Trump. And he certainly knew he was the attorney general at the time. So that is absolutely damning. And boy, this just stinks to high heaven. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll take your calls when we come back. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about these bribery allegations against President Biden as President Trump gets indicted federally. Well, Biden seems to think all of these allegations against him and his family, despite what you just heard from those who have actually seen this document that I hope beget, you know, gets made public so the American public can see it full force. And maybe they have to redact a name of an informant or something like that. But other than that, I think they should release it. And we should find out what happened. Was it ever investigated by the U.S. attorney? Or is it buried like everything else related to Hunter Biden? Well, Joe Biden, when he's asked about bribery, he was asked about it yesterday at the White House. And he just seems to think it's just one big, funny, laughing matter. Take a listen. Bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence that FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, a bunch of Where's the money? I mean, this is a serious question. You have a document that was handed over from the FBI. You've got members of Congress who are credible members of Congress. She's not a Trump fan by any means. But yet, this is the response. Uh, where's the money? It's a bunch of malarkey. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything to laugh about. If you if you didn't do it, he should say this is a serious allegation. 
and this needs to get cleared up. And if he did do it, the last thing he should be doing is laughing. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Teddy, line seven. Ted, your thoughts. Uh, Yes, Rita, good evening. Uh, I think the indictment, I heard the professor from the unit, I heard Dershowitz too, and I heard also heard, unlike you, the professor from the University of Minnesota Law School, he's the dean of the law school, he said this indictment is very serious. What Trump did, and you have not spoken about it much, what Trump did Yeah, is- why don't you enlighten us since you know more than everybody else? Go ahead, Ted. Okay, let me explain. Let me- Trump did, the lawyer said, the law school professor said, he said on tape to his attorneys, do we have to give this back? We, we, we just won't tell the FBI. We won't tell them. It's on tape, okay? And or when you're dealing with the lawyer, the law school professor said, when you have audio, when you have audio, that is very, very damaging. And Trump is in trouble, okay? He did not want to hand in everything, and he did not hand in all the tapes, unlike Pence and Biden. Wait a minute there, Teddy. You are obviously drinking eggnog early this year, okay? Because clearly uh, Biden has not been cooperative. I mean, I'll just tell you, forthright, he's laughing about the bribery charges, which I do think is extremely relevant now. And in terms of him with classified documents, Ted, uh, he had him strewn all over the country. And he still is not handing over the documents. There's apparently 1,850 boxes, by the way, that are sitting at the University of Delaware that they're fighting tooth and nail not to release anything. And wow, what a surprise. The FBI searched one place and then they found some more. Then they went to Rehoboth Beach and they found some more. Then they went to Wilmington and they found some more. And boy, right next to the Corvette where Hunter Biden literally was fixing the engine and hanging out at the exact same time. What a surprise. But boy, those documents were safe, right, Ted? Give me a new one on that one. Rita, I was told it said that Biden. I, I'm just. I, t- I just repeated the facts. Turned over all of the documents that were. That's requested. not true, Ted. That's we don't know that. That's what you're believing Biden said. And guess what? Trump said the same thing. Okay, so what I'm saying to you, this is typically a civil matter when it's presidential records. And if you look at the history with Hillary Clinton, the bleach bit, the server, she had a server in Chappaqua. They never went after her. And and boy, that sounds a lot more serious than we're even hearing here by far. And Biden, we don't know. He we he he claimed they claimed, I'm sure from day one they handed over everything. And it still took four or five more searches. I'm still not convinced. And by the way, not just me, but the American public is not convinced he's handed over everything. We're taking his word for it. How is how is that different? It's not, Ted. That's the point. Rita, Trump was discussing one of the documents involving bombing Iran, attacking Iran. He was talking to people about it. Yeah, he was talking to a publisher. And guess what? I don't think it's the wisest choice. I will give you that, Ted. But that doesn't mean that he handed the document over. It doesn't mean that he, he I don't, I, ha, I heard nowhere today, Ted, that he handed anything to a foreign adversary that he sold out this country. 
And guess what, Ted? If these allegations are correct that Nancy Mace says are in this document, and again, they need to be verified, but they're coming from a credible informant, our current president committed treason and he should step down immediately. I rarely, I have never said that about Biden, but after I've heard what's in that document, if true, we don't know if it's true, but he committed treason. Whereas Trump may have bragged and shown a document or done whatever, not good taste. But that may have been a civil issue. This may be treasonous. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Just a little bit ago here on the Rita Cosby Show, of course, President Biden, wherever he is walking, they are asking him about the Trump indictment. And he's asking, like, I don't know. I know nothing like Sergeant Schultz. Take a listen to this encounter earlier today with reporters where suddenly loquacious Joe got quiet. Mr. Uh, I know nothing. And then, of course, he was asked about A.G. Garland. Listen to this one. Mr. President, what do you say to Americans to convince them that they should trust the independence and fairness of the Justice Department when your predecessor, Donald Trump, repeatedly attacks it? Because you notice, I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. I'm honest. That was his comment yesterday. He never interfered. I'm honest. First of all, that is an outright lie because his White House had to sign off. Already, we know this for a fact, had to absolutely sign off on allowing the National Archives to proceed with an investigation of Trump. That never would have happened had they not sort of waived executive privilege, the sitting president has the only ability other than the one who is the former in this case uh, to go after. And he did. He waived it. So he had to have known that they were waiving it. So they were looking into something. And in other words, he set the wheels in motion. He also appointed Merrick Garland, who has been probably the most political attorney general in American history. So that to me is an outright lie. You know, he is pulling the strings and he knew about this. Every step of the way. No wonder he was so, like, smirky and giggly yesterday and so happy. Uh, I was wondering what happened. I thought, like, maybe he, like, maybe he got word that uh, maybe one of the documents wasn't being handed over to the House Oversight Committee. But, no, it was Trump's indictment. But, of course, he had no knowledge whatsoever about it. And just a little bit ago, here is the special counsel who also knows Biden. And, by the way, his wife. I used to work for Michelle Obama, so I'm sure she's not political whatsoever. The family clearly is not. I'm being facetious. But here is special counsel Jack Smith with his announcement today. Take a listen where he announces the indictment that had just been unsealed against Trump. Good afternoon. 
Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. And I invite everyone to read it in full, to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. The men and women of the United States intelligence community and our armed forces dedicate their lives to protecting our nation and its people. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle of the Department of Justice, and our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. Applying those laws, collecting facts, that's what determines the outcome of an investigation. Nothing more and nothing less. The prosecutors in my office are among the most talented and experienced in the Department of Justice. They have investigated this case hewing to the highest ethical standards, and they will continue to do so as this case proceeds. It's very important for me to note that the defendants in this case must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. To that end, my office will seek a speedy trial in this matter, consistent with the public interest and the rights of the accused. We very much look forward to presenting our case to a jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. In conclusion, I would like to thank the dedicated public servants of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, with whom my office is conducting this investigation and who work tirelessly every day upholding the rule of law in our country. I'm deeply proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Thank you very much. Yep, nothing to see there. No politics. And remember, Joe Biden knew nothing about it. Well, this is how Congressman Matt Gates of Florida summed it all up just a few minutes ago. This is really something that reflects the most severe election interference on the part of the federal government that we've ever seen. It certainly, to me, smells of election interference. First off, we're already in the throes of the election season, and that's part of the reason you just heard Jack Smith say, okay, we're going to look for a speedy trial because it's in the interest, A, of the president, which, by the way, it's not. Uh, and two, no defendant wants a speedy trial. They want to have time to look at the evidence and be able to fight the evidence. Uh, and two, he says the interest of the American public. The interest of the American public is you don't do anything because we're already in the election season. He is clearly the leading candidate against President Biden. And you do nothing to President Biden? How is this not? This is worse to me by far than the Hunter Biden laptop allegations. Remember right before the last elections when everything happened with the Hunter Biden case uh, that, remember, they buried it. And we know that for sure. Social media, many places that cut off the New York Post, remember, on Twitter. I mean, you, you know, it was just astounding. They did all of these different steps to basically block 
anybody in the public from understanding about the Hunter Biden case. And that was, I think, election interference because it allowed people not to have an understanding of what was out there. Because maybe there are people, by the way, fact, uh, that even Democrats said they might not have voted for Biden. Maybe they would have stayed home. I don't know if they would have voted for Trump, but they would have stayed home because they didn't know that the Hunter Biden laptop allegations were real. And they said had they known it was real, they would have voted differently. And guess what? That was a substantive amount. It might have even turned the election. Now you have a special counsel who was, by all accounts, you look at the dots, uh, basically it is the Justice Department, Biden's Justice Department, going after his top political rival to try to take him out before the next election. To me, this is so transparent, and it's really, really disgusting. I want to play cut number 24. This is interesting because Rachel Maddow, who was on MSNBC, one of the hosts over there, she basically said what I think the White House is planning all along and the DOJ planning all along. I can't believe she actually said this publicly. But listen to what she said last night when word came out that President Trump was indicted. This, I think, is Pandora's box. You have to wonder if the Justice Department is considering whether there is some political solution to this criminal problem, whether part of the issue here is not just that Trump has committed crimes, but that Trump has committed crimes and plans on being back in the White House. Do they consider as part of a potential plea offer something that would prescribe him, proscribe him from 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 running for office again? I don't know. Isn't that interesting? So is the whole objective here to make sure that Trump just doesn't run again. Listen, we'll drop all these charges against you, these baked up charges, if you just don't run again. And then maybe we think we'll have a chance to keep the White House because we think we can beat the other ones. That is disgusting. That's what happens in a third world country. That's what happens in like a Venezuela or somewhere like that. That doesn't happen in America. Shame on them. And I agree with her. I actually think that's probably what they're working towards. And she sees it, too. She's probably one of the more liberal commentators out there. She sees it. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County, Line 8. Robert, your thoughts about all of this. This is just disgusting. Hi, Rita. It's terrible. They've turned a civil case into a criminal one, politicizing and now weaponizing. What happened? Yeah, this isn't is that isn't that it, it, you hit it on the head? It is normally a civil case, especially the Presidential Records Act. That in and of itself is usually a very basic civil case. It's usually not even a civil. It's usually like a uh, discussion that never even gets to a civil matter. It's just, hey, we'll negotiate. We'll hand over the documents. Um, but you hit it on the head. Boy, are they bumping up the charges here. It is it is just shameful. Robert, thank you. Very, very much. Uh, Let's go to Kenny in New Hampshire, of course, a big key state in the presidential primary. Kenny, your thoughts? It used to be the live free state till all the people from uh, Massachusetts moved in. Uh, Rita, you are unbelievable. And uh, and I've heard other people say this, but I will echo it. I love Danishes in my coffee, even if it's a half a Danish or you're tremendous. Thank you're you, Kenny. Thank you. I just try to be fair. I try to, you know, it's like uh, you need to be fair. 
Well, I would say this about what's going on now. This is just, everybody's trying to analyze. This is just a hard left sending a wrecking ball to Western civilization. They're winning now on all fronts. I mean, what happened to the Afghan refugees? They're in the country. There's no more talk about them. What about all the illegals coming in now? No one's told her they're going to be there here. These people are now going to run the country. This is unfortunate that the left has taken over everything, and there's really no, there really is no opposition to this. People will repeat a few lines here and there. And the problem is once, once you get to a point where the, the voting is controlled totally by the left, I'm talking about just flat-out votes now. Uh, you can't reverse this. You can't vote your way out of it. You can't call names your way out of it. Anything along those lines are over. The Republicans are not on your side. There were a few great conservatives. When, when This is when you know somebody's on your side. When they walk up to that podium and saying, I'm going to stop legal and illegal immigration, illegal immigration cold, People with visa violations are gone. No one mentions that stuff. When they talk about getting rid of race quotas and the big juicy welfare program and finally putting the military on the border with a federal pen on the border and a federal uh, uh, courthouse on the border besides that wall, then you know when that happens, then you know those people are on your side. Until then, there is nobody on your side. What's pushing all these illegals into this country is they want them to fill the gaps in all kinds of jobs that they want them to work. You're going to see them on construction sites, in diners, restaurants. You know, Kenny, Kenny, you hit it on the head because you're right. All of these huge issues, um, whether it's migration, you know, open border, what that we're seeing. I mean, um, think about also all the stuff that's going on with China. There was big news with Iran this week, uh, you know, unveiling their hypersonic missile courtesy of China. I mean, if that doesn't scare the heck out of anybody, uh, especially Israel, by the way, um, I don't know what does. And and to me, we've got these huge issues going on with national security around the world. We got the Russia, Ukraine. This is a really dangerous time in the world. And it seems like the president isn't worried about China. He's not clearly worried about an open border. He's letting Ukraine and Russia drip, drip, drip. He never gave Ukraine the weapons that they needed. He said, oh, let's do a minor incursion. You know, if there's a minor incursion, we may not do anything. It gave a total green light to Russia. This president has been just, I think, so atrocious on foreign policy and many domestic issues, too, as we're talking about big time with the border. And as we're looking at that, that's still happening, just like you said. So, and But their focus is on Trump. I, I mean, it is astounding. And you know what? No one has said this yet, but I'm going to say this right now. This whole thing, Kenny, stinks to high heaven, this whole bribery document. What I found really interesting, in this bribery allegation that we just played with Nancy Mace, the comments that we played in the last hour, she saw the document. That's that FBI document that Christopher Ray finally handed over. And the GOP-led House Oversight Committee looked at it. It is the allegation, and again, just an allegation at this point, but saying that Biden received $5 million and his son received another 5 from the executive of Burisma, the oil and gas company in Ukraine, to get access to U.S. rights. So I want to find out, doesn't something smell really funny to you, Kenny, that 
at a time where our president is selling our energy independence under the bus. Think about it. This Right now, he is destroying American energy because he's not allowing them to drill. He did the little thing in, in Alaska. That was it. He hasn't done anything else. He is killing oil and gas because he's into this whole green energy thing, in which we're not ready for. So he is destroying American oil, gas, energy, everything, killing our energy independence, which we were under Trump. And now suddenly we're finding out that the Burisma, he was doing some deal for Ukraine's oil. Something smells to high heaven here. And there's a war going on against Ukraine. A lot of it's tied to Russian oil and gas, too, because Russia is getting so much of its profits through its oil. We're now at a, at a deficit because of this president's policies. Isn't there something weird about this going on, Kenny? If he actually sold out American oil and gas interests to basically satiate Ukraine or do something else for money for his family, he's done, Kenny. He is done. Go ahead. Well, sure. First of all, to the hard left, Joe Biden is the greatest president ever. I mean, they're going to put him up on Mount Rushmore and get rid of the other presidents that are up there. But the thing is, you got to remember, the, the hard left is, is, is um, are true believers. And the, usually, unfortunately, if you look at the history of time, the true believers always win. On the conservative end, you got to realize a lot of people who are faking it, they're not really conservatives. They don't have the passion, the commitment, and they are also afraid because they know they know what the hard left will do. The hard left will pursue them till they finally get them to roll and, and give up. Although I think, Kenny, I think this is different. I hear you because I do think sometimes uh, folks on the conservative side, like they don't want to be targeted. You're right that they're like almost like fanatics on the on the far left. I actually think they have uh, awakened the sleeping giant with this indictment. I think they're like, uh, I mean, I think they are so furious and it's so transparent. Uh, And I hope I'm right, Kenny. Uh, Kenny, thank you. You're terrific. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. My time's up. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, we are definitely stuck in the middle with Joe Biden. But boy, to me, this is election interference with this indictment of President Trump. And boy, do the GOP, as we were just talking about with Kevin from New Hampshire, they got to put on their big boy pants and start really getting the documents, getting the evidence, if it exists, against Joe Biden. And I'm talking about not just the documents that say this. Let's get the bank records. It looks like it's there, but let's get it so everybody in the American public can see it. And then maybe this document that we've just seen today, this, quote, indictment document, will look pale in comparison because these allegations are so significant against Joe Biden. Believe me, if the last name was Trump, he would have been indicted 10 times by now by the Democrats. Trust me. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Norm. Line eight. Norm, your thoughts about the indictment? Yeah. Hi, Rita. Yeah. I strongly oppose this indictment. I am angry that the Department of Justice is doing the partisan bidding for the Democrats. And I fear not so much for President Trump, but for the unity and integrity of America that will now be dragged through this unnecessary national trauma. My question is, can this indictment be stopped by the Supreme Court? You know what? That's a great question. It can ultimately, 
if they indeed decide that the National Records Act uh, basically allows a president to be covered for whatever he does with the documents. And then there are many people like a Dershowitz who argue if the underlying issue is not a crime, him having the documents, then anything related to it, like these claims of obstruction, might be moot. So it could be. It's the Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing every night because we get to honor our great military and their families, a beautiful story coming from Georgia where a retired longtime military veteran Command Sergeant Major Lindsey Streeter, who currently lives in Richmond Hill, Georgia, is to receive a very prestigious national award for his continuing work in the community. He has been declared the Military Times Foundation 2023 Veteran of the Year. He said he is so proud of the things that he did while in the Army, but also that he got a chance to continue to serve and give back to his community afterwards. And he said it is humbling when he got the call that he was picked as the veteran. He said to think there are 16 and a half million veterans across this great nation. And my work in the community and outside of this particular community had bubbled to the surface. And I was named veteran of the year. By the way, Command Sergeant Major Lindsey Streeter is also the owner and founder of the Savannah Hurricanes basketball team. And he believes the charitable work that the team does in the community is a big reason why he got the honor. He says that we connect with the community. We want to be part of the very fiber of Savannah, Georgia, and anything that's plaguing the community, and particularly with our youth, we want to be there. By the way, also, he retired in 2016 at Fort Stewart in Georgia. Streeter has spent 31 years in the U.S. Army, and bravo to him for receiving this great honor and also inspiring so many young people around the country. And also, of course, bravo to all of our great veterans tonight. We love you, and we appreciate you so much. I love doing Support Our Heroes every night here on the Rita Cosby Show. Well, I'm a big believer in justice for all and fair justice for all. And um, by the way, Norm was just talking about, could this case go up to the Supreme Court? That was a great question, Norm, because I think ultimately it's going to go up to the Supreme Court. And after you heard the statements from Jack Smith, that's a special prosecutor who spoke out today in a rare statement. After he came out, this is very interesting because John Yu, who is a former deputy assistant attorney general, He had some reactions because he thought there were some major constitutional issues that go to the heart norm of what you were saying and what many of us are wondering. This case very well, I think, will go up to the Supreme Court. The first person who's going to see it is the federal judge. Ironically, it's a Trump-appointed judge in Florida. Now, it's Eileen Cannon, who the left is already blasting tonight, saying, oh, she's in the tank for Trump, uh, so maybe she might vote favorably for Trump. We don't know. And then maybe the Biden administration says we don't like the decision, and then they send it up for appeals, and then ultimately it goes to the Supreme Court. I see this dragging out so many different ways. I, You know, whether it's a Trump that does the appeal or Biden does the appeal, there are so many layers when you're talking about the stakes of a president. Regardless, we are looking at this going into the election season, full swing. 
There's no way. It's not going to end before the first debate. There's no way. We will be in the throes of the election season. And that's why John Yu says it's important to look at the constitutional issues in this case. Take a listen. What's remarkable about Jack Smith's statement is that it ignores all the serious constitutional separation of powers and political issues, many of which you just mentioned, that surround this case. If you listened to him, you might have thought that they had just arrested a DOD employee who took documents Mm -hmm. home and then didn't want to return them. There's no mention of the fact that there are very serious presidential power issues here. For example, this is the first time, as you've remarked earlier, that we have ever indicted for a federal crime, not just a former president, but the leading candidate of one of the major political parties in the upcoming campaign. It doesn't mention who's responsible for this decision. Under the Constitution, you can't just say, oh, this special counsel made the decision. This decision is ultimately made by the attorney general and ultimately under the Constitution, the president of the United States, who's responsible for enforcing the law, but also happens to be the main candidate of the incumbent party that controls the government. And they're using these charges to go after their primary challenger. Yeah, it sure just reeks of politics and, of course, trying to knock out the political opponent. And Jonathan Turley, the great constitutional scholar, also weighed in. And he said that this is going to backfire. He thinks in many ways. Remember after the Bragg indictment came down, Trump got ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching in campaign cash. He collected so much money because people were like, this is such a bogus charge by Alvin Bragg. What a surprise. The guy who doesn't go after criminals, but he goes after Trump on a business issue that never would gone after if it wasn't Trump. All right. And same thing here as you look at the indictment as it stands. Nothing's happened to Biden. Nothing happened so far to Hillary Clinton. By the way, Bill Clinton recorded conversations that he had with world leaders when he was president. And then he brought those recordings back with him, had it on a flash drive or a disc and put it in a sock drawer at his home in Chappaqua. So that really sounds like great security. They were talking about, you know, threats, nuclear issues. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, are you kidding me? Nothing happened to him. And in fact, the court ruled in that case that a president can keep personal information, that if he deems it as something personal to him, he is allowed to have it. You can imagine that was completely classified. These are these private conversations with world leaders talking about war and everything else. But that was okay. Somehow his sock drawer was okay, but not Trump at Mar-a-Lago with the Secret Service. I mean, the double standards are incredible. But this very well may backfire. In fact, Jonathan Turley is saying, guess what? Trump will probably reek in, bring in, rake in, I should say, big money on the campaign trail because people see that this is interference. Take a listen to how Jonathan Turley thinks Trump will cash in on this one. Smith would love uh, former President Trump to go ahead and ask for a speedy trial. He could get this on the road and and wrapped up before the election. I don't think that's going to happen. And so they're going to collide with these primaries and the election. Most judges would be very leery about uh, moving ahead with a trial within months of that election. Uh, Putting aside the fact that you have the leading presidential candidate who wants to campaign. And ironically, this is likely to be one of the issues he campaigns on. I mean, the, the Trump is already making clear that this is part of 
the long history of his being targeted by the Justice Department. He's going to run on that. He's going to make this mugshot a virtual campaign poster. And already there are GOP candidates who are coming out and saying they will pardon Trump. In other words, pick me and I'll pardon Trump. Isn't that amazing? Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president, came right out and said it a couple hours ago. If you pick me, if I get elected, he's a long shot because he's far behind in the polls. But he said, I will pardon Trump. DeSantis also came out and said this is a political persecution. I bet you he will also go there at that point and say he would pardon him. It'll be interesting. They'll probably I can see in the debate stage. Can you imagine? Will you pardon Trump? Will you pardon Trump? Yes. No. Let's raise a hands. You know, I mean, you can see it's already the I, if I was a, uh, the moderator, I would ask that question. I've moderated many debates. You bet. And also think about also Trump, the irony of it all, guys, if he were to be found guilty, if he were to be convicted on any of these charges, these particular ones, because they're federal charges, they're not state charges. Braggs are state charges. These are federal. If he were to be convicted on federal charges, he could actually pardon himself on the federal charges. So he could be sitting in a jail cell because each of these charges is anywhere from five to 20 years, depending on the charge. I mean, it's outrageous. But if he were to be convicted, say he has six months in jail, whatever, and then he can still run. He gets elected president. He could be sitting in a jail cell and then say, OK, I'll be pardoning myself tomorrow after I and then I'll be moving back to the White House. I mean, this is like you can't make this up, but that is the reality. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ line one, my friend. Your thoughts about all of this. This is a stunning day. Oh, it's been a long week, hasn't it, Rita? It but- sure has. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I tell you, I was uh, very depressed this morning, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You have to understand something. Uh, you know, nothing is new under the sun. And what Trump is accused of is actually uh, what uh, uh, Nixon, in many respects, very similar to what he was accused of. And in my opinion, uh, uh, similar to what uh, the Biden administration is guilty of. There was something called uh, <clears throat> good judgment and uh, the, the uh, 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 decorum back in the day. And when they went to Nixon on the Midnight Maxis Massacre, when he uh, attempted to fire Archibald Cox and his, uh, uh, his, his attorney general, assistant attorney general, refused to do it. And he fired the two of them. What happened was he could he 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 actually withstood he stood a chance of beating the impeachment, but he chose not to put the country through that. You see, because he knew the impact it would have on the country to be dragged through this. We are being dragged through this administrative hell. At least Donald Trump is. He was involved in a negotiation to return these documents when the FBI burst into his home, intimidated him, humiliated his wife by going through her personal effects, and now coming back with this crazy European-style screwball scheme uh, to throw a a former president in jail uh, on a documents case. This, to me, 
is uh, uh, if this isn't third world banana republicanism, nothing is. But I see a light at the end of the tunnel because I yeah, truly real quick, believe where, yeah, where is the, light, the American uh, people will not let the second election in a row be tampered with. This has a very deleterious effect on the union. And I'm telling you, they're not going to stand for this crazy. Yeah, I, I think people are fed up. I 1,000% I agree with you, BJ. It's so transparent, and it's so obvious what's going on, uh, which is, boy, but but you know what makes me sad, B? I am just sad for our country. I'm sad for democracy because this, this, our country is better than this, and the justice system should be better than this too, BJ. Uh, thank you, my friend. I 1,000% agree with you. Great to talk with you. Uh, let's go to Stan. Line six. Stan, your thoughts, my friend. Having a good day today. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. having a very good day. Uh, by the way, today. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're tiptoeing through the tulips because oh, you're so happy, right? Let me because, tell you something. Because you what? Know, because uh, to... what? Biden is uh, Mother Teresa, right? Go ahead. Okay. I've, I've, I heard BJ with his uh, legal ease, so, you know, the ambulance chaser. Let me tell you something. You I seem to BJ, miss something. I thought BJ today. was spot on, but go ahead. Forgot Nixon versus the United States. Uh, let me explain something to you. Something happened that you didn't mention. Okay, enlighten us, Stan. A Florida grand jury. A Florida grand jury. This case went to Florida because it's in Florida. And they indicted him. Now, he needed to get people. He could, probably got Republicans. He got uh, whatever to get on the grand jury. Went for Stan, weeks. that's not and- how it works. Stan. You are confusing what happens on a jury versus a grand jury. In a grand jury, uh, what can happen is you basically, the prosecution basically has almost 100% of what can be presented. It's a very low standard. The, the, the phrase, you can indict a ham sandwich, is very true. And so, so that's what makes this different. On the grand jury, they don't get to pick who's on the grand jury. The grand jury is selected and they just basically get shown who is in there. In other words, they don't have a say of who gets seated in that grand jury. They have no idea. And That's true. You know, Rita, it's you're a different, absolutely correct. It's a different deal. That's why I, your point is an interesting one, oh, Stan. No. Here's now, the point. Go Rita. ahead. But I, I, I do think it's different when it goes to a no, no, jury. No, no, no. Here's the point. That could be more balanced, they, but, but then minute. they'll hear they both sides. They looked at the evidence. Just a minute. They looked at the evidence. From they, the prosecutors. Well, correct. They, they got it all there. 37 counts. Now, I, I did, when I read them, I was stunned. 37 counts. I was, too. To I couldn't believe how much hogwash got out. stuffed into a 40-page document. Uh, I, I thought they would throw it out in Florida, but they did not. I didn't think they'd throw they, it out, Stan. Well, they didn't throw it out. I, I'm telling you, Stan, I actually thought the minute it goes before a grand jury, he's going to get indicted. And you know why? For two reasons. This Special counsel has been spending millions of American taxpayer dollars. He's been on a mission, and he told Trump he's the target. When he tells him he's the target, then they had a meeting at the DOJ this week with the special counsel, Trump's attorneys and the special counsel. I knew something was on the horizon. And I thought there's no way that Biden's DOJ is going to let Trump slide. They're going to try to create anything they can to put out his number one political opponent. And they keep doing it. And in a grand jury stand, it is so easy to get anybody. I could indict anybody. I could find anybody. Stan, you're a great guy. But I would say, boy, uh, I'm, Stan did this. Stan did this. And here's some things 
And don't worry, you don't really have to listen to Stan's side. Anyway, what do you think, Stan? Wouldn't that be a great, that's basically what the grand jury is. It's different when it's a real jury and he may have good luck because, to your point, in Florida, they may be much more favorable than in New York. Any place probably would be. Or D.C., I'm sure, wouldn't be very favorable to Trump either. Uh, so let's see if it goes to that. But I bet you Trump's people are going to try to throw it out. Stan, go ahead. Now that you've heard uh, the big difference there, go ahead, my friend. They're definitely going to try. But you know what? As I said a couple of weeks ago, this is the next one. Then there's January 6th. Then there's Georgia. Yeah, isn't and, that great? And, and the walls are crumbling, Rita. Isn't that Asa great? Asa Hutchinson has said to him, quit. Get out of it. Yeah, and Asa it. Hutchinson, guess what? He's at like negative one in the polls. So uh, nobody's listening, not even the people that follow Asa Hutchinson. And I like him, but he's not right on this one. Trust me. Even his own followers are like, no, I think we'll go somewhere else to pick for president. Stan, I love you. Great to hear from you. And it always makes me know that you're feeling better. Everybody, we're going to continue your calls after the break. Now that we've cleared this up with Stan. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, there may be a lot of testifying based on this indictment. There already has been, but a lot more to come. And boy, did the election season just get a heck of a lot more interesting courtesy of this indictment that Joe Biden says he knows nothing about, that I don't think anybody with half a brain in America believes that. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jan, line seven. Uh, Jan, your thoughts about this? Oh, good, good evening, Rita. Um, everybody, they have to look at the big picture and start connecting the dots. This is more, I believe, about protecting Obama, because all this stuff happened on his under his administration. And what did he say when he left office? I'm the only uh, uh, presidency that had no scandals. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting point, Jan. You know, you're right. Maybe. And because you're right, the document uh, that they're saying a lot of these investigations started back then when he was vice president, Joe Biden under Obama. So who knows what's going on? Um, You're right. It it very well could be connected to him. We're going to have to look into that. um, And that may be where all the dots ultimately connect uh, when the floodgates finally hopefully start opening soon. Uh, Jan, thank you. Let's go to Robert. Line one. Robert, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, and I'll be quick. It's good to talk to you. Before I touch on the case that you were just referring to involving Clinton, I just wanted to suggest a new nickname for um, um, Biden that Trump could use. And it's so obvious. What Trader is Joe. Oh, Trader tra- Joe. Oh, that's a good one. Or just put a sign on the White House that says Trader Joe's, everything for sale, something like that. That's, but at any rate. That, by the way, that's a good one. I like that. Or Bryben. Joe Bryben. <laughs> I, I like haven't that heard too. that yet. That's a good one, Joe Bryben. But, but real quick, uh, let the left have their fun. This won't amount to nothing. The case you were referring to with Clinton back in 2012. The judge gave, and it's the only case precedent on this issue, and that judge gave the president very wide latitude and the ability to declassify and keep. There are no set standards for this, and not only will they lose, they're going to have to give Trump back everything they took. 
because it's his property. That's going to be the ultimate finding. I look at the law, not the politics, because it's a joke. But I just wanted to let you know that, and I think I hope Trader Joe sticks, and you have a great weekend, Rita. And thank you so much, Robert. By the way, Trader Joe's is a very good one. I I like the store, too, by the way, but I like the name. And it seems to be very fitting, especially after that FBI document that was shown to Congress. And you know what? You are exactly right on the Clinton issue. I think at the end of the day, they're going to go, you know what? Maybe Mar-a-Lago with Secret Service was a little more secure than Bill Clinton's sock drawer or Hillary's server. That's where I think this is headed.